the prayers of the Mass, which is our theme this year for the sermons, speak very generally of the fast that we are undergoing, asking God to sanctify our fast and our penances. They would seem then, perhaps at first glance, not to have any immediate relation to what is spoken about in the rest of the Mass today. For we have, as we have commented upon in past years, a truly beautiful image of our Lord as the new Solomon. In fact, it goes even farther than that by the words of our Lord himself. For we begin by speaking, and this Monday, of the third book of Kings and the wisdom of Solomon. And we hear that in the Old Testament, all marveled at the wisdom of this king, this first king to come after King David. The name Solomon means Prince of Peace, and so he is a prefiguration of Christ. Indeed, many of the Psalms that refer to, refer to the coming kingship of the Anointed One refer in the first sense to the immediate successor of David. They were written by David before he died to pray to God for the successful reign of his son Solomon. Our Lord is truly the new Solomon, but there is another thing that we maybe say about him, and he's not only the new Solomon, he is also, in fact, the new temple. The temple of Solomon was destroyed, and the Jews were taken into captivity. And they, when they returned, they despaired of ever building a temple that would ever be as glorious as the temple of Solomon. The prophets would speak about this as well, proclaiming that the Jews should not hesitate to begin building a new temple, for, in fact, this temple would be more splendid than the temple of Solomon because the true Solomon would walk within its walls. Our Lord, though, speaks even further on this point by declaring that he himself is the temple of the New Testament. We have then today, for a second time, the gospel of the cleansing of the temple. We had heard of this very early on in Lent, as told by St. Matthew, even though it was taken out of chronological order. For when St. Matthew speaks to us of the cleansing of the temple, this is after our Lord's final entry into Jerusalem before his passion. Here we read of the cleansing of the temple as told by St. John at the beginning of his gospel, which is why most commentators are content simply to say that there were two different cleansings of the temple, one early in our Lord's public ministry and another when he came the last time into Jerusalem. As for the third time, which will be truly in chronological order, where we will not hear about this on Palm Sunday, the thoughts will be entirely on our Lord's triumphal entry and the procession with palms. And then we will read the Passion. 
In both cases, though, we understand how this does indeed apply to the prayers of the Mass today, and which we hear so often throughout Lent. Just as we said early on in Lent, when speaking about the cleansing of the temple the first time, so now, too, we must understand this not only in the allegorical sense, which our Lord certainly brings to light, for he tells us, and the Gospel explains, that he speaks of the temple of his body. When he says, destroy this temple, and in three days I will raise it up again. The first time we heard of our Lord cleansing the temple during Lent, the moral sense of the scripture was very much in the forefront. And so it is today as well. We are asking now, as we have just gotten past the midpoint of Lent, for our Lord once again to come into the temple of our souls. For each one of us is to be a temple of the Holy Ghost. And we are asking him to come once again, now halfway through Lent, and cleanse our house. Our house should not be a house of traffic. If we have allowed it to become crowded once again with the things of this world and its vanities, all these vanities should now be purged for us once more as we prepare for our Lord's triumphal entry into Jerusalem during Holy Week. Truly, as he works this cleansing within us, we must believe that we will die with him during the sacred triduum, and so be raised up again by him, made into new men by the working of his grace, by which the temple of our soul is cleansed during this time of Lent, and we are thus made true followers of Christ, fitted for every good work, in which the Holy Trinity can dwell. We pray then especially to our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ today, the true temple of the New Testament, that he may see fit to cleanse each of our souls from all of its sinful inclinations, that each one of our souls may become a true temple and worthy dwelling place for the Holy Trinity.